You're listening to the Moon Griffon Show podcast on KPL965.com. News Talk 96.5 KPL, Bro Bridge, Lafayette. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Studios online at Matthew-James.com. The White House is running through New Hampshire today. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. Five Republicans in the race are campaigning there, including the newest candidate, former Congressman Will Hurd, who tells Fox. People on social media and watch cable news start following um, the politics like sports, uh, but the majority of Americans don't start caring about this stuff until, until early in the election. Former President Trump is also there today, so is his closest challenger, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. He's in Hollis, New Hampshire, where Fox's Mark Meredith is. Details new Fox News power rankings that show 12 states will be the most competitive for whichever Republican faces President Biden in the election. Arizona, Pennsylvania, Michigan, but there are a few others that we will also be watching closely. Places like Nevada, places like Florida, as well as North Carolina. It's a state that former President Trump won back in 2020, but Democrats fighting for it as well. Democrats are facing something similar up in Michigan, a state that President Biden won last cycle. As the Supreme Court finishes its term, we're about to get new rulings with several key cases yet to be decided, including student loan debt forgiveness. It was a sweeping plan by the Biden administration. Critics say that it overreaches executive power. It's gone too far. You have a group of states, red states who sued, and a couple of borrowers who sued as well, saying they weren't going to get the full benefit under this plan. Vox's Shannon Bream outside the court. Russia's leader is praising his military and law enforcement after dropping all charges against Wagner mercenaries involved in a weekend rebellion. President Putin addressed more than two and a half thousand personnel at a square in the Kremlin. You saved our motherland from turmoil, he tells them. In fact, you stopped a civil war. President Putin was joined by Defence Minister Sergei Shoigu, one of the men who Wagner Group leader Yevgeny Prigozhin demanded be removed. As Fox's Jonathan Savage, today the U.S. is expected to announce another half billion dollars in military aid to help Ukraine fend off Russia's invasion. America's listening to Fox News. Democrats just want to win the next election, and they're trying to do it with ceaseless money printing. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon. It is critical to protect your retirement right now with a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. To learn more, get a free info kit on gold IRAs by texting the word SHELTER to 989898. There's nothing to buy and no obligation at all. Text the word SHELTER to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold. Paid for by Birch Gold Group. At Lowe's, we're always bringing pros more ways to save. Right now, save $100 when you buy the Flex 24-volt brushless impact driver kit for just $99. That's 50% off the original price. Plus, you'll also find Southwire Romex Simple 250-foot wire for just $109. Lowe's knows savings. Lowe's knows pros. Bow to 720. Acadiana Center for the Arts is our cultural and artistic hub serving eight parishes through community development, education, live performance, film, and exhibitions. For information on getting involved in upcoming events, call 233-7060. This nonprofit organization moment brought to you by News Talk 96.5 KPL. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media.
Hey, good morning, Louisiana. Welcome to the Moon Griffon Show. Hey, y'all all. Mark Pope in for Moon. So glad you joined us. Moon taking care of a little bit of family business. Should be back in the rocking chair on Wednesday. So, well, wait. No, no, today I'm confused. Today is Tuesday. I thought I had my days mixed up. You had up. it right. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But speaking of the rocking chair, okay. that is... Uh, Go Tigers. Go Tigers. All right, so I'm going to tell you right up front, folks. We're going to do some happy talk here. We're going to do some happy talk. But uh, <laughs> for the rest of the show, um, we're going to talk about what's going on in our country. And uh, I'll, I'll leave the state stuff up to, up to Moon because uh, my, my big huge question is, speaking of the state, uh, I have no earthly idea where we're going with this legislative session and the budget and the veto session. And so uh, and I think it's a big mystery all across the board. So I'll let Moon address those uh, with all his uh, f- fun nicknames. But uh, once again, go Tigers, LSU, National College World Series champion for the seventh time. So with that seventh victory in the World Series... The Tigers surpassed Texas. I believe they were tied at uh, six, having won six College World Series apiece. LSU won last night their seventh national title. So that means they are second in that ranking and uh, behind only USC. And I believe that USC was a powerhouse uh, decades ago. Oh, yeah. I don't know how, how much they're what they're doing nowadays. I don't recall them going deep into the the NCAA playoffs this year. But they were solid really in the 70s, 80s, and the 90s, and even yeah. in the early 2000s. Right. But they've kind of fallen off a little bit since then. Gotcha, gotcha. And LSU does have that uh, program where they can bring people in. But I was, uh, there's a commercial on, uh, I see it mostly on the Fox News channel, and uh, they <laughs> talk about redundancy in speech. I was stunned, personally stunned. Uh, I was stunned that Paul uh, Paul Skeens did not pitch last night. But uh, you know they didn't need him. They they have a solid pitching staff, and uh, they were able to beat the Florida Gators. Okay, so on Sunday, Sunday afternoon, Florida demolished LSU. Set a couple of probably more than two records, but the big records were most runs scored in a. College World Series game at 24, and most hits in a College World Series game at 23. Well, guess what? So they still hold the record for most runs scored in a game, do the Florida Gators. That's all fine and dandy. LSU surpassed the Florida Gators for the most hits in a College World Series game at 24. So I'll take it. So we scored six less runs, but we walloped the Gators 18-4. to four. So I love it, I love it, I love it. What? No, I wrote it down. M- Mazzalo, right? Right, Brandon? Oh, you're uh, there. Malazzo, you're- yeah. Malazzo, Malazzo. I don't know why I have trouble with these th- those Italian names. Malazzo, I believe, I believe he's shortstop. Mm-hmm. I believe he plays shortstop. So he was... Uh, He was waived in a very aggressive base running move by the third base, LSU third base coach. And uh, come on, come on, coming from second into third 
and the ball was in the outfield, and the coach was waving Malazzo on. Come on home. So he rounded third, and he came in, and the 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 throw came to the plate. It was a little bit off, and Malazzo kind of leaped over, like off to the side without going out of the base path, but leaped over the catcher and then landed funny at the plate and really hurt. I don't know. We never heard specifics. His leg or his ankle looked more like his ankle, and he was uh, cringing in pain on the ground. And so, obviously, he was done. He was out of the game. And you, with the uh, camera shots throughout the game, you saw all his teammates congratulating him. You know, great, great game, great play, great series. And then at the end of the game, when it was obvious, you know, when all the many of the Tigers were pointing to their finger, their ring finger, we're getting a ring, we're getting a ring. And uh, the celebration and all the hugs were going on in there. So, I guess Paul Skeens came up to. Malazzo and said, okay, when, when we go dogpile, when we go out on the field, uh, you're coming with me. And so he put uh, Malazzo on his back, did Paul Skeens, and carried him out to the dogpile because he was on crutches, obviously couldn't walk out there. So it was just, it was just a great scene, a great thing uh, for the LSU Tigers and for our state and so I actually heard that it's the first time that a college team has won a basketball national championship, be it men or women. Obviously, LSU won the women's national basketball championship and then go on to win a baseball I think they phrased it as baseball or softball national championship. So those two particular sports – uh, LSU holds that record because the women won the national basketball championship and then the men last night won the college baseball championship. So, yeah, we need we need sports as a distraction and something to enjoy and it was just if you did if you're not a baseball fan, you didn't watch that stadium holds. I never heard the absolute capacity. I kept hearing 25,000, 25,000. So it was packed to the gills last night, and it seems like a high percentage. It seemed like 70%, at least 60, if not 70% or more of that crowd was LSU fans. And uh, they were loud and raucous, and uh, it was a good time. And, you know, we we sometimes LSU fans get – a label as poor sportsman, all right, poor sportsmanship. But in this case, LSU and Wake Forest were staying at the same hotel. And I don't remember, my wife told me about it. She heard it on the news. The LSU fans went, I don't know what they did, if they went and sought out, went and knocked on doors. I don't know how that works, if maybe... Wake Forest was coming through the lobby, and the fans just stood up and gave them a rip-roaring, quote, standing ovation and a lot of uh, good game, good game, great game. So that is something to to uh, be proud of. We Look, we need good sportsmanship, regardless of whether you're a fan, whether you're a player. I would have liked to seen it, it, I would have liked to seen the teams line up and, and congratulate each other. Because regardless of the fact that Florida lost, 
Florida still made it there, and they still played a good series. LSU won the first game on last Saturday by one point. Outstanding game. And then Florida tore us apart on Sunday, and then it was our turn to reverse that and, and tear up the Florida Gators. But the, it was still a good series, and Florida is to be congratulated for getting there and playing the good series that they did. Remember, they came in undefeated, 3-0, and and all of those victories were by one point. So, and, and plus, that speaks volumes, volumes for the Southeastern Conference. The two teams playing were from the Southeastern Conference. So, anyway. Last four teams that won the CWS were all SEC teams. Yes. LSU, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Mississippi State and South Carolina. No, not South Carolina. Uh, I'll pull it up in just a second. Here we go. Uh, Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. The Commodores. And they, they have a good program, too. Yeah, I remember they had two two outstanding pitchers that went high in the uh, major league draft and and a lot of good uh, position players. So they just they had an outstanding team. Vanderbilt, I'm speaking about. But anyway, uh, once again, congratulations to LSU. It's on to next year. And look, here's the deal: I'm a raging Cajun fan to the nth degree. I'm an alumnus, and I will. Always pull for UL. If if UL plays LSU in any sport, I will pull for the Ragin' Cajuns. And we did beat the Ragin' Cajuns, by the way, for you casual fans who don't really pay attention. And for those of you who may have forgotten, the Ragin' Cajuns did beat LSU this past season in Baton Rouge. Now, it's a midweek game. And a lot of times they put in pitchers that maybe aren't their regular starters but nonetheless, um, the Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns played a great all-around game, offense, defense, errorless game, and they beat LSU in Baton Rouge at Alex Box Stadium. It was packed. It didn't matter that it was a, a midweek game. A lot of Cajun fans drive across the Atchafalaya Basin to go to Alec Box Stadium and attend that game. And that their attendance is roughly 10,000. So, uh, again, congratulations, Tigers. There's your happy talk. Mark Pope in for Moon. We'll take this time out. Be right back. Stay with us. Louisiana is 48th in police pay, 35th in teacher pay, and dead last for firefighters. That doesn't surprise you, does it? The legislature had an extra $2 billion. That's billion with a B. The blue team fought the red team, and then the red team fought the red team. They passed a budget that none of them read without permanent raises for teachers. What kind of message are we sending? It sounds like, move to Texas. We don't value you. It's embarrassing. So how can we expect our children to stay, serve, and build community? if we don't make our teachers, police, and firefighters a priority. I'm Hunter Lundy. I'm a Christian and an independent. I'm running for governor. Let's seize the future of family, community, and prosperity, not one of crime, poverty, and potholes. Why not? Hunter Lundy, governor. 
Paid for by Lundy for Louisiana. When you think about how you spend your money in retirement, what comes to mind? Probably travel, sunny beaches, and spoiling your grandchildren? But a recent survey found that over 30% of every dollar a retiree spends goes to taxes. Baby boomers were told for years to save money in their IRAs and 401ks and pay taxes later. Well, now that day has arrived, and boomers are shocked to see a third of their money going back to Uncle Sam. John Blanchett and the Matthew James Financial Group can help. What if you could? Protect all or most of your retirement wealth from future tax rate increases. Achieve a zero or near zero effective tax rate for most of your retirement years. Find out more. 337-366-8366. Isn't it time you got a second opinion on your wealth and retirement outlook? Learn how you could potentially kick the IRS out of your IRA. 337-366-8366 and online at Matthew-James.com. Did your hair dry a call? Welcome back to the Moon Griffon Show. Mark Pope in for Moon. So glad you are with us. And we have Irene in Monroe. Irene, uh, thanks for calling. Go ahead. I'll let you carry the water. Uh, I forgot to mention Paul Skeen's carrying Malazzo onto the field. So give give us your take on that, please. Oh, you know, as great as the series was and as what wonderful teamwork they showed and love for one another, Skeen's carrying Mazzola off the field was just, it was just the cherry on the top of the Sunday. You know, it was just. It, it was sweet. It was amazing, and it just showed the measure of the man, both mm-hmm. men, actually. Yeah. And, and the coach just could not have been better. He was actually as speechless as I am right now. <laughs> but, yeah. It, w- it yeah. was a beautiful thing, and, and the camera shots kept showing the, the dugouts, and they would give shorter versions of uh, reaction from the Florida side. Of course, they were dejected, and... But then they were hugging each other at the end anyway. And so, but yeah, you are exactly correct. Correct. Now, the uh, Balazzo, I can't think of his first name. He's from, he's from Monroe or West Monroe, huh? Well, I know Pearson is. Pearson's oh. from West Monroe. Okay. Uh, okay. Maybe I'm confusing. Uh, Brandon, do you know that? Uh, don't don't know. Okay, but anyway, we we have a lot of players from uh, Louisiana, but we have a lot of players from outside of Louisiana as well because LSU is a uh, not just a team but a program, you know, with a with a winning uh, with a winning history. And so, uh, yeah, you're exactly correct. Yeah. And for those who d- uh, don't, some- go ahead. Uh, so they made some great choices. They yeah. made some great choices. And yes. these guys know to to you know move around because that's how you get up in the world is you take chances and you lateral and you grow. Yeah. Yeah. And for those who don't uh, pay attention, uh, Irene mentioned Paul Skeens is a, they're the ace pitcher for LSU. He's a big man. I've heard they refer to him as a horse. I don't know. He's about six, four, I'd say around two fifty. just a very strong, mm-hmm. overpowering man. And not just that he throws a hard ball, which he does, but the movement on the ball that he throws is incredible. He transferred in yes, from but, Air Force Academy. Yeah, but you know what? Of all the things that he is, he's a gentleman. Yes. Yes. Oh, he's he's a cool and, customer. And that showed 
through. Yes, yes, no, no doubt. When he comes off the field, regardless of how big an inning he is, I, I never really saw him with that, yeah, yeah, kind of thing. He's like, yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I do. No. And he walks off the field, and he's, yep. he's kind of stoic, if you will. But, but last night, he was all smiles, and he was hugging his players. And like you said, he carried uh, Malazzo off the field. That was a great, great, great Malazzo, thing. Malazzo, the catcher, is um, actually from Zachary. Is that right? Okay, uh-huh. okay. I heard that uh, okay. the, the other the 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 B name Belasso I think is right. Uh, I heard one player and maybe Irene's right. Uh, the player from uh, Monroe, but we have players from across the state. We have some players from Belasso. Belasso's from New Orleans. Belasso's New Orleans. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, but maybe Irene's right. That one player name name him again, Irene, for your Monroe. Pier- for- Pearson. Pearson, West yeah. Monroe. Yes, there you there you go, there you go. So uh, go Tigers. Well, he, well, he saved he saved that that game. That was it. The first game with that that uh, catch he took in left field. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, big a long tall drink of water. Yep. <laughs> he appears to be about three six three six four. He ran back, and as he's running back, he stretches out to the nth degree with his feet on the ground. Didn't he? May have jumped. But uh, he, it was not one of these diving plays, but it was a was a beautiful, very very athletic play. It was play. a save. Yes, it was a <laughs> it save was playing floor. And you know, speaking of highlight plays, one of the I don't remember the exact situation, but the first baseman, um, a Trey Trey Morgan, is that right, Brandon? Trey Morgan. Morgan. Trey Morgan. Yes, uh, he there was a bunt, and he raced in. And he caught the ball, and we had a runner going from third into home. I don't remember what that had that runner scored, what that would have done. But Morgan just made a a superlative play, uh, running in, caught the ball, got his wits about him, got his balance, and he just kind of pushed the ball. Didn't throw it. wasn't you know a typical throw, but just pushed the ball. I don't know. I guess about ten, twelve feet from where he was mm-hmm. running from first base into home, pushed that ball to the catcher. Perfect throw. Catcher made the tag. You're out. And that was Wake Forest. I think it was maybe late in the game. I don't know if late Wake Forest would have tied it. But anyway, it was a very, very yeah, was a good play. outstanding a good play. play. Yeah, well, thanks for your perspective. And I uh, appreciate you guys listening. Uh, hello to everybody out there in Monroe and all across Louisiana. Thanks again for the call, Irene. Great, uh, great, great okay. thoughts. God yeah. bless you. Bye-bye. God, God bless you. Okay, so about a minute before we take our bottom of the hour time out. So uh, I'm glad Irene called. I, I thought for sure that I would have mentioned that with with the uh, Paul Skeens thing. But I did I did watch uh, uh, 80% of the game's that LSU was involved in, and uh, it was uh, really, really, really a treat. And so uh, we shall see. They'll they'll be back next year. Will they be? Am I saying they'll be back at the World Series? No, but they'll be back in competition. They'll be. And SEC is, I guess you could say this is debatable, but the Southeastern Conference is one of the best athletic conferences in the country. Regard. Look at all the sports, the major sports, baseball, basketball football they are always up there so uh anyway so we will go and talk about what is going on in our world in our in our country here's kind of the thought they say pray for your leaders how do you pray for our leaders in washington dc i'll give my perspective you can give yours 
We'll be back after this uh, time out here on the Moon Griffon Show. Stay with us. Mark Pope in for Moon. Doing the same thing again and again and expecting a different result. Louisiana's education system consistently ranks at the bottom. For years, we've had the same wrong answer, throw more money at the problem. But something is happening in other states. Parents are being empowered to pick a school that fits their child's need through education scholarship accounts. Parents in other states can choose where to spend their child's education dollars. Public school, private school, charter school, home school. You can learn more at a school that fits.com at a school that fits.com. Louisiana is unique. The food, the festivals, even the bugs. It's termite season. Did you know termites are responsible for over $1 billion worth of damage in Louisiana alone? For over 60 years, J&J Exterminating has been shielding homes and businesses. 100% guaranteed against termites, pests, and mosquitoes. Louisiana-owned, customer-focused. J&J Exterminating. Call them today, make the pests go away. J&J Exterminating. Get the shield. Yeah. Hey, folks, discover Raging Cajun, the original Cajun seasoning, and Raging Cajun Foods' delicious line of seasoned dinners. Beans, black-eyed peas, roux, Creole sauce, seasonings, rubs, and even sweet jalapeno relish and spicy pickles. Raging Cajun's authentic recipes have been secretly crafted in the heart of Acadiana for over 38 years. As for Raging Cajun at all your favorite grocery stores today, Raging Cajun, original Cajun seasoning. Folks, ask him for that Raging Cajun. When Stephen Wagaspak was Governor Bobby Jindal's top aide, Louisiana's economy sank from 6th to 42nd. 13,000 manufacturing jobs disappeared. Essential state programs faced severe cuts, and one in five Louisianans was left in poverty. Then, Wagaspak backed Biden's $2 trillion spending bill, creating record inflation and record debt. Stephen Wagaspak warned us. And we're going to change this state forever. Stephen Wagaspak, a mistake we can't make twice. Paid for by Protect Louisiana's Children, LLC. This is Moon Graffon for This hour of the Moon Graffon Show is brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. Hello, welcome back to the Moon Griffon Show. Mark Pope in for Moon. So glad you are joining us today. So, look, I, I posed a question going into the break, and I'm gonna let's follow up on it. So they say, pray for your leaders. Pray for your leaders. So, how do we do that? To that, our leaders pl- pr- pray for the success of our leaders. No, not me. Not in Washington D.C not with the Joe Biden administration, 
pray that they have a 180-degree turnaround, a total reversal? Uh, okay. I guess we can, we can pray for that. But how about this one? Pray for LGBTQ. Pray for LGBTQ. What the heck are you talking about, Mark? Have you lost your mind? Let's get Biden to quit. LGBTQ. Let's get Biden to quit. And so if, if Joe Biden were to quit, and I'm not, I'm not wishing harm on the man. He, he is old and he is, he is feeble in his uh, physical. That little jog, is that does, I have actually done the, not the figurative LOL, but the literal LOL, laughed out loud, that little jog, I'm going to jog and show that I'm energetic. Wow. So anyway, it, it's just, it, it is a crazy government. It is the craziest government and the most authoritarian and really the most communist government. It, it's what, what we've got here is bordering on... Um, totalitarianism it really 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 is well we've got the the two-tier justice system there's no doubt there's no doubt whatsoever the evidence is there and so the only difference between that the justice system that joseph stalin had and what we have right now stalin said in essence we don't need a charge All we need is the person. We'll find a charge. That's what we've got right now. The only difference between Joseph Stalin, who was a murderer, a thug and a murderer, the only difference that we have is we're not killing people. Joseph Stalin killed people. We are putting them in jail illegally. Your right to a a speedy trial. We've got people from this January 6th situation who have been in jail for years. Uh, under, what is it, a seditious conspiracy? Really? For trespassing? And there's a new something I, I saw online. I think it's been around for some time where uh, Christopher Ray was before, the, the head of the FBI was before a congressional committee, a House committee, and Clay Higgins was going off on him. Sir, can you tell me that there were or were not FBI agents dressed as Trump supporters inside of the Capitol before the others entered? Can you tell me that, sir? And then he went off into the, uh, I can't talk about, uh, uh, you know, Secret Service and, and our, our undercover operations. And so, and, and Higgins went off. And if they would talk about it, they'd give us a bunch of political speak. Well, we were there to be able to uh, react without getting a violent reaction, something along those lines. But anyway, we, we do have the two-tier justice system. So let's go to the U.S. attorney in Delaware who was investigating and, quote, prosecuting the Hunter Biden case. And the Hunter Biden case is much, 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 much more than the three charges that they came up with, the gun charge and the two tax fraud charges from 2014 and 2016. Millions of dollars. I've heard anything from uh, uh, Hunter Biden did not pay taxes for two years. I've heard anything from $1.5 million to $3 million. Now, he's paid the charges. That's irrelevant. That's irrelevant because when you, and when it's a continuation, 
in other words, more than one time, more than one year, that is that shows the intent of tax fraud. And it is a felony. So we had three charges, the gun charge, acquiring a gun illegally because he lied on a permit, and the two tax fraud charges are all felonies. They were downgraded to misdemeanors, which violates an internal IRS and FBI guidelines, if you will. It's called the Ashcroft Memo. And basically what the Ashcroft, John Ashcroft, the former attorney general, what that says is that the agency shall use the highest provable charge and apply the principles in prosecution to those cases which are similar. Okay, so using the highest provable charge and and apply them evenly across the board. Well, there was a rapper, I believe I wrote it down, Kodak Black. I have no idea who that, who that is. Very similar, almost identical situation to the Joe Biden, to the Hunter Biden gun charge. And Kodak got three years in prison. Hunter Biden, for all three charges, got two years suspended sentence and probation. So there you have it. It's just it's just unbelievable. So he, here here's the kicker. The question came up last week. Is Merrick Garland, did he perjure himself before Congress? Because he was there asking questions and... Here, let me give you the punchline before I give you the, the details behind it. Either Merrick Gar- Garland is lying, our attorney general, or the U.S. attorney from Delaware, David Weiss, is lying. Weiss said, I was given ultimate authority and the investigation and the charges for Hunter Biden. And there's so much more than this gun and the tax fraud. We have the stuff on the Hunter laptop which shows collusion with our, with our enemies, with China, with Ukraine. And, you know, Burisma was a corrupt operation in, in Ukraine and, and part of in influence peddling. And there were millions of dollars being paid. The, the information on that laptop is just, it, it's mind-boggling and it's overwhelming. So, David Weiss, again, U.S. Attorney for Delaware, investigating the Hunter Biden case because that's where Hunter Biden resides. And the man's a millionaire. Doing what? How did he make his money? And there's 150 suspicious bank transactions, not for, you know, $100, a few thousand dollars, for hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars. And so even though that is being investigated by these Republican committees, House and Senate committees, we we still it it just they just they just brush it off. So so Garland last week is before a Senate committee and he's asking questions or answering questions. And he he claims that, no, I did not try to control what David Weiss, the U.S. attorney, was doing. No, I did not try to limit what he was doing. Weiss says otherwise. Weiss wanted to get charges in other states 
and in Washington, D.C. against Hunter Biden. He was denied that, even though he said somewhere along the line during the investigative process, I have ultimate authority from the Department of Justice to investigate and apply charges. And so Garland denies it, but here's the deal. All the legal beagles, all the legal experts say it, you can't have that as just a verbal communication. It has to be in writing. And of course, Garland, knowing being, hesitate to say this, a smart attorney seems like a crooked attorney. The evidence allegedly, based on the accusations, one of those two is lying. Either Weiss is lying in that he said, I was denied permission to pursue charges in other states and in the District of Columbia where Hunter Biden committed crimes. And Garland denies that. So which one is lying? We, we have to find that out. We, we have to find that out. So I'll, I'll just leave it at that. We do not know. But all the appearance is that there's a two-tiered system. We'll talk about the IRS whistleblower, Gary, Gary Shapley. When we come back, the evidence is there, folks, and they just seem to brush it off and explain it away, and our, our corrupt system continues. Uh, Mark Pope, in for Moon, stay with us. We're back after this timeout. Crime is out of control. Louisiana's education system failing our kids and our economy, one of the worst. We need a new direction. We need Jeff Landry as governor, a former police officer, Army National Guardsman, Sheriff's Deputy, and our Louisiana Attorney General. Jeff Landry has a proven record of fighting crime. A small businessman, he successfully filled hundreds of jobs for Louisiana citizens. So Jeff Landry opposes high taxes and government red tape harming our economy. A husband and father, Jeff Landry knows all kids deserve a great education, not liberal politics pushed in the classroom. A leader standing up to Biden, protecting our pro-life values and Second Amendment freedoms, endorsed by the Republican Party of Louisiana. Our next governor, Jeff Landry. Paid for by Landry for Louisiana. We all use technology to make our lives simpler, but you may be losing a human touch with your customers. If your business telephone system is antiquated or you're near the end of a contract with your internet and phone service provider, it's time to contact Line One about their hosted phone service. They can set up with the technology tools to create a more personal relationship with your customers utilizing their state-of-the-art cloud-based telephone system. Line One has user-friendly phones, web meetings, video conferencing, and can integrate your smartphones with your office phone system. Imagine your smartphone integrated with your business phone system. With the Line One app, your office will have the ability to transfer calls directly to your smartphone. And when you make a call from the app, it will display the call ID of your business, not your cell number. Your Line One system will be intimately configured for your business needs. Check us out at Line.One. Line.One. It's time to talk to the professionals. Learn more about the technology with a human touch. Go to Line.One and tell them Moon sent you. Time to load up. Vision loss is not something that you feel until it happens. Most people lose their vision from diseases like macular degeneration and glaucoma, not at birth. Three million Americans have glaucoma and half 
don't even know it. 11 million people in the United States have macular degeneration. So many eye disorders can be treated if caught early. Make a plan today to get your eyes checked. Visit brightfocus.org to learn more. They came from every corner of the country, from small towns and big cities. But they all shared one thing in common. They belonged to a family called Marines. A tough and determined few dedicated to protecting everything we hold sacred. And still, they come. Celebrate the history of those proud few who have earned the title Marine. Welcome back to the Moon Griffon Show. Mark Pope in for Moon as we complete our first segment, Hour One. And uh, we are talking about the two-tier justice system, which is undeniable here in our country. Undeniable. But it continues to be denied and it continues to be swept under the rug. And it is just um, very, 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 very frustrating. So uh, the, the gentleman... I mentioned an IRS agent, Gary Shadley, a whistleblower, came forth and said that um, both the IRS and the FBI, because those two agencies work in tandem when they're looking at cases like this. But uh, Shadley said that a tax evasion by Hunter Biden goes back to Burisma and uh, they allowed the statute of limitation to lapse. And so, but then when you've got situations uh, under, like, say, for example, the, the the Trump situation, you know, the Russian collusion, and Paul Manafort, the former campaign manager for Trump, when evidence came up there, they immediately, they immediately confiscated it. But when Evidence came up under the Hunter Biden case, the laptop and other incidents. Access to that evidence was denied by the FBI and the IRS. And this IRS agent, Gary Shadley, and other, there have been other whistleblowers. There were three FBI whistleblowers that gave recently gave testimony to Congress. And one of them said, if you challenge our government like we're doing here, there were three gentlemen up there. And one of them gave his situation. He said, I've been suspended without pay for over a year. And, and so he said, You're, our government, the big government, will destroy you if you try to speak out against something that you don't like, that you don't see, that you're in right in the midst of, right in the middle of, which is what we three are doing up here. So it, it's it's absolutely and, – and look – it, the 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 flood of information is so so rapid, especially here in the last few weeks. Uh, the The development of information is just absolutely nonstop. Let me go back. I'm going to pick up with the Shadley, but let me give an example of that. Over the weekend, remember the situation with the mercenary troop. Uh, if you look at it on at print, we Americans would say Wagner. W-A-G-N-E-R, Wagner. 
It's a, I, I know in Germany, W's are pronounced as V's. But anyway, Wagner is a mercenary group that has fought in numerous countries, Syria, uh, Iran, over there in the Middle East, many, many countries. They're, they're soldiers for hire. 50,000, that's what they're employing in the, uh, by Russia, Russia paying this mercenary army to fight Ukraine. And because of the incompetence of the Russian army, they killed a bunch of, quite a few, I never heard the exact number, but they killed Wagner troops with missile strikes. The total incompetence of the Russian army. And so this leader was mad, and they said they were calling for basically an armed insurrection or an armed rebellion in Russia. And then... When Putin was making statements, you need to, you need to, you need to back off, you need to withdraw. And then the leader of the Wagner group said, Vladimir Putin is sorely mistaken when he calls for surrender. So there were all these harsh statements, and it was out there, it was wall-to-wall coverage over the weekend on Saturday about this. And supposedly they were on their march, the Wagner group. And they had taken control, by the way, I forgot that part. They had taken control of some key cities, not Moscow, but they were on their way to marching to Moscow. And then two hours later, they back off. Absolutely crazy. But it was, it was kind of a, an anger reaction, if you will, when Russian missiles killed a significant amount of Wagner troops. So that has all kind of, now we have the talking heads, uh, military experts, retired military generals, colonels, that type of thing, talking about the Wagner situation. I don't pay much mind to it. I don't pay much mind to it. That, but that's the point. Remember where we started? The, the information coming at us at such warp speed is absolutely positively overwhelming. And it changes day to day, hour to hour. So there are many witnesses, whistleblowers, who have stepped up and given public testimony, and I've watched a lot of it, about our two-tiered criminal system in Washington, D.C. And because it is our justice, Department of Injustice, Department of Injustice is Biden's Department of Injustice. It's just absolutely crazy. And, and the, the pablum, the response, the, the insipid response from the Democrat Party, those who are dyed-in-the-wool Democrats and supporters, ah, it's just, it's more, it's more collusion, it's more propaganda. No, what, what, what the Democrats are accusing the Republicans of, extreme MAGA Republicans and threat to democracy, they are the threat to democracy with limiting our, our freedoms and our liberty and bringing people into the system who are unjustly brought into the system to be prosecuted, to be persecuted and prosecuted. Wow. So what else can we say? Uh, Alan Dershowitz, uh, the attorney, the longtime attorney and law professor, says the Democrat Party has been corrupted by a two-tier system of justice. 
Same thing for Jonathan Turley, law professor at George Washington University. They're saying the same thing. And so how do we put an end to this? And here's the deal. It better be peaceful. It better be by peaceful means. That's what they want. When, remember when Joe Biden did the evil red speech? And he said, we will not tolerate it. Mega Republican, mega Republicans. Threat to democracy. You know, white supremacy and all those propaganda terms. We will not tolerate it. They were saying, it, it, we're coming after you. And unfortunately, that is a reality. So speaking of officials in D.C., as we're kind of getting close to the end of this hour, Lindsey Graham said very recently that Israel should give its Iron Dome, you know, the missile defense system, should give that Iron Dome to Ukraine. And they said, what? A lot of his colleagues said, what? Lindsey Graham says some crazy things. He says some sensible things every now and again. But I, I kind of, he's, if, if Psycho Bill, our Louisiana senator, is Psycho Bill, then Lindsey Graham is semi-psycho from South Carolina. And by the way, Lindsey Graham is a retired lieutenant colonel, I believe, in the Army. So he should know about military situations. So here, here's, uh, I'll give a quick spiel on this. You know, look, credit where it's due. I, I don't care for Bill Cassidy, all right? And, you know, I'm here substituting for Moon Griffon. How many times, how many, seems like a thousand or more times, Psycho Bill. I'm gonna, I'll tell you what, I'm going to do a tease I'm going to tell you one good thing. You got to give credit where it's due. One good thing fairly recently within the last year that Psycho Bill said, Psycho Bill Cassidy, because Moon loves that term. Psycho Bill, Psycho Bill. All right, we will take this top of the hour news break. Mark Pope in for Moon. Moon is back with you tomorrow on Wednesday. We're nearing the end of the month. By the way, this is a heat wave focus. It's not going to last. We're not going to be 100 degrees through the summer. All right, stay with us. More of the Moon Griffon Show coming up after Top of the Hour News. Stay with us. That's not immune to facts. The Dan Bongino Show. And here on News Talk 96.5. KPEL. Hi, I'm E.J. Williams. Each year, millions of animals are abandoned. And more than a million are euthanized before they can be rescued. Organizations like American Humane are working to harness the healing power of the human-animal bond. As animals can be trained as life-saving service and therapy dogs to help veterans, the elderly, and children with special needs to overcome the obstacles of everyday life. To find out how you can help give animals and the people they help a new leash on life, please visit AmericanHumane.org. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Another setback for Republicans at the Supreme Court. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. In a case out of North Carolina, where the GOP-led legislature declared only lawmakers have control over mapping congressional districts, justices overruled that. Meaning, if the state legislature draws a bunch of districts and there are legitimate legal objections to them, state courts can look at them and say, no, that's not good. The state legislature 
doesn't have unfettered authority to just draw the lines wherever they like. Fox's Shannon Bream outside the court today. Five of the Republicans running for president are in New Hampshire, including Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and the frontrunner, former President Trump. A Trump aide was supposed to be arraigned today on charges related to the former president's indictment over classified documents, but Walt Nauta didn't make it there. His flight from New Jersey to Miami was canceled and he still doesn't have a local attorney. And that's a big part of the reason why when he appeared here roughly two weeks ago with former President Trump, the arraignment didn't happen then and he didn't enter a plea then. That is the day the former president pleaded not guilty. Nada is accused of conspiring with the former president to hide records and documents Trump had reportedly taken from the White House to his home in Palm Beach, Florida. Fox's Jeff Paul outside the court in Miami. There's a new Senate report into the Capitol riot alleging the FBI and Homeland Security downplayed or ignored intelligence warning of possible attacks that day. Republican Senator John Kennedy tells Fox. It was an abomination. I'm sorry that it happened. I wish it hadn't happened. But we're entitled to know the American people or why it happened. And if federal government had advanced notice, and if so, why wasn't better prepared? There's a new report on Jeffrey Epstein's death in a New York City jail four years ago as the infamous wealthy financier awaited trial on charges of sex trafficking involving minor girls. Epstein's death was ruled a suicide. A Justice Department watchdog blames a combination of negligence and misconduct, including Epstein being left alone in his cell with too many lemons. America's listening to Fox News. Hey, it's Jesse Kelly. We are, for the most part, a reactionary society. If your neighbor has a break-in, you think about getting an alarm. If your buddy gets laid off, you say, I better buckle down at work. If banks start closing, you may want to ask yourself if you should keep most or all of your money in a bank. It may be time for a portfolio protection plan. It may be time to have a little personal gold reserve. Call my friends at the Oxford Gold Group. Call 833-404-GOLD. That's 833-404-GOLD. For over a decade, Simply Safe has revolutionized home security, and our latest advancement is here 24 7 lifeguard protection, only from Simply Safe. Now, monitoring agents can see and speak to intruders through our new indoor camera to help stop crime in real time and for fast police response. Get 20% off any new system with Fast Protect Monitoring at simplysafe.com/slash radio. Advanced home security, 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Belarus's president has just confirmed that Yevgeny Prigozhin has arrived in that country. He's the Wagner Group leader allowed to leave Russia after leading a weekend rebellion that included taking over a town. Russian leader Vladimir Putin praised his military and law enforcement today for stopping it. Again, trying to put a spin on things at a Kremlin military event, raising that specter of a civil war averted, calling the Wagner Group mercenary uprising blackmail doomed to failure. Russian officials confirming today criminal charges against all are dropped. Fox's Greg Palcott in Kiev. The U.S. has stayed out of all that, but continues to support Ukraine against Russia. Another half billion dollars in military aid expected to be announced today. More than 50 heavily armored vehicles, a fresh stash of missiles and artillery are supposed to be going to Ukraine. This newest package marks the 41st time since the Russian invasion started that the Pentagon's given aid to Ukraine through presidential drawdown authority. Fox's Jill Nato, the 4th of July is a week from today and a lot of people are going to make it an extra long holiday weekend. With gas prices over a dollar a gallon lower than a year ago, AAA says 50.7 million Americans will travel at least 50 miles from home. That'll pass the previous record of 49 million travelers the summer before the pandemic in 2019. And be careful driving, no texting.
A new report shows U.S. pedestrian deaths rose to a 40-year high last year, more than 7,500. Friday will be the busiest 4th of July travel day on the roads. Those flying early are having trouble today. More than 2,000 flights canceled or delayed in part because of severe weather. There were more than 2,000 flights canceled for that reason yesterday. We just got a new update on the economy showing Americans more optimistic. Consumer confidence in June rose to its highest level in 18 months. And on Wall Street, the Dow is up over 100 points. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. When you're looking to try someplace new, check out the Dining by District feature on the EatLafayette.com website. You'll see all of the locally owned and operated restaurants that are a part of Eat Lafayette this year, grouped by Dining District. You may find a new favorite right in your area of town. Eat Lafayette from Lafayette Travel and sponsored in part by News Talk 96.5 KPL. Hey, this is Joe Cunningham and every weekday on my show, The Joe Cunningham Show, you can tune in for all of today's top news, local, state and national, plus analysis that you're not going to get anywhere else. All of the big topics from a local perspective right here on The Joe Cunningham Show every weekday, 3 to 4 p.m., on News Talk 96.5 KPL. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. Welcome into hour two of the Moon Griffon Show. How y'all are? Mark Pope in for Moon. Moon is back with you on Wednesday. So glad to be here. So let us continue. And when I say something's coming up, you know, it, this this kind of this kind of irks me. All right, if you want to use the generic, if you're doing a show, a topic-related show, and the host says, coming up. Very generic, very broad and nonspecific. Coming up, we'll talk about. And then you go on for two or three more segments, and you're looking forward to it in the coming segment, but it never comes. And then maybe they say it again, coming up. Okay, that's fine. I've learned to pay attention to those details. But here is a cardinal sin. Coming up next, coming up next, that means after this commercial break we're about to go into, we're going to talk about A, B, and C. A, B, and C never come because it's a tease to keep you on edge, to keep you hanging on. Ah, don't like it. Don't like it. Questionable tactics. All right. So going into top of the hour news break, I mentioned, I mentioned Psycho Bill. What got me going was a recent comment by Senator Lindsey Graham, South Carolina, uh, Israel should give its Iron Dome to Ukraine. Even though Israel's small country fighting Iran and other uh, countries uh, uh, constantly having to defend themselves against incoming missiles. That is, quote, the Iron Dome. Very short version of what is the Iron Dome. So they can't give it up. It doesn't make any sense. So here on the Moon Show, you know, you 
Psycho Bill, constantly criticized. Psycho Bill Cassidy. And, and I agree with most of what Moon says. But you got to give credit where it's due. So let us go back to the cancellation of Title 42 that happened just this past May. We're going to talk about what that means, uh, but because uh, I like to, whenever possible, throw in a little bit of histoire. And the histoire on Title 42 is interesting. So here's what Cassidy said. Okay, so the Biden administration likes to say when it is convenient for them that the, the crisis with COVID is over. But they say it here, but you still got Fauci and all these mouthpieces, all these propagandists out there running on and on and on about how it's not over. But for the, the, the purpose of canceling Title 42, which basically said you will not allow foreigners or migrants, if you will, I call them illegal aliens, into your country if the country had a communicable disease. So you'll not allow a communicable disease to come into your country by migrants who who are coming from those countries. That's the essence, the short version of Title 42. Donald Trump applied it for 38 months. Joe Biden, in air quotes, quote, enforced it. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. In words only, but not by deeds. Our border is wide open, wide open. That's, a, that's another discussion. So, so back to what Bill Cassidy said. He said, okay, Biden wants to apply... Title 42, when it's convenient. And in May, in May of this year of 2023, the 38 months were completed. And so Joe Biden was going to cancel it. He said, this is what we need to do. It's for a public health emergency, Title 42 is. Mainly it's focused on communicable disease. So Bill Cassidy said, we will do, we in Congress will do what we are one of our main duties is we will change the law and we will make the public health crisis fentanyl. We will include that drugs and threats to our country. You could also include under public health crisis or emergency. You could also include human trafficking. You just heard a story on we did here on through Fox News national news about human trafficking that is a federal emergency that is a communicable disease prostitutes come over or those who are forced forced sex slaves that is to a, to a large degree don't don't know exactly what percentage but to a large degree those who come into our country as humans being trafficked go into a sla- a uh, Sex trade, sex slaves. That is a communicable disease that they are transmitting. So there are multiple ways you could change Title 42. I thought it was a good idea by Cassidy. I mean, think about it. Oh, the, the, the pandemic is over. COVID pandemic, so we're canceling Title 42. Okay, so Title 42 goes back to a variant of t Title 42, goes back to 1893. There was a cholera e epidemic. Not sure where in the world, but you know, we used to do immigration in a sane way. I'm all for immigration. 
do it legally, doggone it. Do it legally. I have some of the best neighbors I've ever had. They came from Vietnam legally. Spiritual people, honest people, great neighbors, best neighbors I've ever had, came to this country legally. I'm all for immigration. I welcome with open arms, regardless of your color, creed, religion, if you are honest, hardworking, and you ascribe to the principles of the United States what used to be, I say, come on, but do it legally. Not all this illegal. We've got millions upon millions of illegal aliens in this country. So Title 42 came about in 1893 because there was a cholera epidemic going on somewhere in the world. Does it Where it was, I don't know. If you're curious, look it up. Uh, the power was given to the president of the United States to be able to implement Title 42. The first real application of it, and from my reading and my research, it, it was given to the Surgeon General. The Surgeon General could apply Title 42. So in 1929, the application of Title 42 happened to bar people coming from China and the Philippines during a meningitis outbreak. So there you have it. Another way of keeping illegals out of our country is Title VIII under federal law. That is used to be under those people truly looking out for America, America first. Again, yes, we're a melting pot. And I welcome the immigrants, as most Americans do, freedom-loving Americans. Come on in, but do it legally, doggone it. So Title VIII is how keeping illegals out of our country used to happen, and, tie, and, and deport those illegal aliens who come into the country illegally. So a violation of Title VIII, again, this is all in the past because the, the Biden administration is lawless. They are lawless. They say, you know, uh, Jean, um, what's her name? Um, Kareen, Kareen Abdul-Jabbar, whose lies are as big as Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is tall. So Corrine, J, uh, KJP, Corrine Jean-Pierre, says, uh, oh, the president is all for the, he, he honors the uh, proper enforcement of the law, or honors the law. What, what, that, that's just not true. That's propaganda. We are a lawless country right now. So normally applying Title VIII is a misdemeanor. If you are illegally in this country, you will be deported. But it is a misdemeanor. Now, if you are a repeat offender, if you have been already deported from our country, and this is a second incident of you, you are an illegal alien coming into our country, then it's a felony. But all that, you see, because we are a lawless country, all that is not being applied. They, they, they do as they want to do. And Mayorkas is, he's a good hack. He's a good hack. You've seen him be, be highlights or maybe watched his hearings live. He, and, and people get absolutely, talk about Clay Higgins, gets absolutely bent out of shape with this man. Answer the question, sir. You're a disgrace to our country. I mean, he tells him just flat, straight up, 
And he just sits there with that little ball-headed smile he's got. Does Mayorkas. So if we do impeach him and get, we'll, we'll just get somebody else who, you know, and maybe it'll be a vote along party lines and uh, Kamala will break the tie and Joe Biden's nominee will get approved. So until we get past the Biden administration, we are in heap big trouble. Okay, uh, why don't we let us take uh, this break. Oh, Corey from Fort Polk. Corey, I see you up on the board. We will uh, be sure that uh, we get you in as soon as we come. Oh, whoa, well, he's up. Okay, that's okay. I thought we were going to break. But, uh, Corey, hey, welcome into the Moon Graffon Show. Hey, thank you. Um, I wanted to make two quick points if I could. Sure. First, I wanted to to say that um, you started off the, the show talking about prayer and prayer for leaders in this country. And I would just suggest that people who are who do pray, um, pray just pray for God's will, because I think God's will um, includes salvation and judgment. So um, whatever happens, um, it's happening for a reason. Um, and we, the only thing we can really hope for is uh, God's will to be done in all of it. Um, and the other thing, um, you had a show on last week, you were talking about Juneteenth and slavery and um, woke and how it affects us now. Mm-hmm. And I think the one thing that people don't, um, uh, they, they miss about that era of um, our country is that during the independence, uh, during the, the war, the, uh, the revolution, um, Wait, the there was Civil a moral war, dilemma. The, the American about, Revolution, I'm sorry, American Revolution? I'm going to talk about the yeah, the re- revolution into the okay. Civil War. Um, okay. There was a moral dilemma um, that that echoed because people were saying that they were slaves to the tyranny of England. But there was uh, a, a, hypo- a hypocritness, I guess. Um, it's hypocritical in a sense because a lot of the people in the South were still slave owners. So how could they say they were slaves of someone else when they owned slaves? Mm-hmm. And so that actually spurred in the mo- the moral movement um to abolish um slavery and i would suggest people um take a look at a book called america's revolutionary mind by c bradley thompson mm-hmm. it's a great explanation of of how our uh, country was was uh founded mm-hmm. and how it really echoes um now um as we kind of move into this uh progressive fight this fight against the uh the woke mm-hmm. and um and how to change our mindset towards uh um a a better thinking process um, than just being reactionary to everything because um, reactionary keeps you off your toes. It's the point of everything being so off the wall every time is, is asymmetric warfare. It's meant to be um, off putting, uh, but the, the more grounded we can be in something, um, something real like truth, um, the way that way we can kind of shape our thinking when it comes to electing people and to government um, leading our families and our lives and our communities and being better people. Um, you know, as I alluded to in the beginning, you know, most of it's all in God's will. So I, that's the main thing I pray for, but, um, it is, it does pay off to be, um, um, prepared. So I, excellent points. Very, very, very well put. Very well put. Thank you so much, uh, Corey. I appreciate that. I'm going to comment a little bit on what you said about the quote reactionary, but excellent. Thanks so much. Great way to send us into the break. Uh, We'll be back after this timeout. Stay with us. Crime is out of control. Louisiana's education system failing our kids and our economy one of the worst. We need a new direction. 
We need Jeff Landry as governor, a former police officer, Army National Guardsman, Sheriff's Deputy, and our Louisiana Attorney General. Jeff Landry has a proven record of fighting crime. A small businessman, he successfully filled hundreds of jobs for Louisiana citizens. So Jeff Landry opposes high taxes and government red tape harming our economy. A husband and father, Jeff Landry knows all kids deserve a great education, not liberal politics pushed in the classroom. A leader standing up to Biden, protecting our pro-life values and Second Amendment freedoms, endorsed by the Republican Party of Louisiana. Our next governor, Jeff Landry. Paid for by Landry for Louisiana. Folks, if you get a chance to be in Shreveport or Baton Rouge, New Orleans, you know, and you haven't checked out Superior Grill, and you like good Mexican food, please go to Superior Grill. Go check them out. You're going to enjoy Everybody that I've sent there have really enjoyed the great taste of Superior Grill. They love the food. It's a big menu. It's a lot of different things you can pull out from the enchiladas to the fajitas to the tacos to the quesadillas to the steak to the hamburgers. They do it all at Superior Grill, and that sauce and that queso is all so good. All you got to do is find a way to, to Shreveport, New Orleans, or Baton Rouge and get the great taste of Superior Grill. But, hey, if you're home and you're in, the, in those areas and you want to cater and, and, and people like that, they cater. They can handle big groups. I've been there with many big groups and had a great, great time. They'll accommodate you. They'll accommodate you the best they can. You can pick up food to go as usual. Line Avenue in Shreveport, Government Street and Highland Road in Baton Rouge and St. Charles Avenue in New Orleans. Superior Grill. It's great. And next year, we're going to have one right here in Lafayette. So, Hey, check them out. If you're headed that way, make darn sure you go check out the great taste of Superior Grill. Texting privacy policy in terms of... Okay, welcome back to the Moon Griffon Show. Hail all. So I'm going to do that. I got to follow the moon pattern. Hail all. That's the greeting. We are back kind of thing. There's a lot contained in that. Hail all. All right. So just a qu- couple of quick comments on uh, uh, Corey. A great call from Corey. Pray for God's will. And I agree with that. That's great salvation. But you know, and in, in my my prayer is a dis, is a discussion. It's a relationship with God. So as I talk, I say, "What what what what? I don't know what to ask for, God. I don't know what to ask. Sure, your way, but I'm tired of living in this country where our freedoms are shrinking. I know you have a plan. So you you kind of guided me uh, in that way. But I, that's what. I was doing all along, but now that it's deeply embedded in my mind, you know, praying for salvation, but I have to ask for, please free us from these chains that our government is is binding us in with our freedoms. We're losing our country. Wow. And I don't know, hopefully we're not headed for damnation, but I don't know. And the word reactionary, I'm not sure what that means. Maybe it means overreacting when this is according to Corey's comments. It was there were great comments, but yeah, I guess you have to deep deep breathe and do the Corey mentioned a book. You got you have to inform yourself. 
what is all this stuff about? What is critical race theory about? What is uh, why all this transgender stuff? We're looking at a revolution in our country. So enough said. We'll continue. But it was a great call by Corey. I think we have another great caller up on the line from North Louisiana. David, patiently waiting. Welcome into the Moon Graffon Show, David. David, well, go, go uh, ahead. Thank you very much. Yes, sir. Yeah, thank you very much. I uh, so much appreciate your comments earlier about the importance of praying mm -hmm. for our politicians. Yes, sir. Uh, they certainly need that as they move through their political career. I think they do. Indeed. But, need but, our prayers. But, 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 David, it's, you know, to pray for them, I agree, but how I have trouble praying. Uh, dear Lord, please, can you can you turn Joe Biden around 180 degrees? We're on the wrong course. A, a recent, very recent poll says 75 percent of the people in America say we are on the wrong path. How do we get off of that path, David? Right. And, you know, my view about that is uh, my view of the value of uh, the American political system. My dad served in World War II, as did my father-in-law. So I'm very thankful for the freedoms that these uh, men uh, preserved for us in World War II. But the issue is, who are you going to vote for in two years or a year and a half, however you want to view for view it? And I I agree with you. Uh, Biden has taken us down a, a bad path, and um, we need to vote him out as soon as we can. Yes. Well, uh, again, I, I agree, sir. You sound like a very thoughtful man, uh, uh, very thoughtful, considerate. I like you. My dad served in World War II, and I uh, so much appreciate that. But inform ourselves and, and give family, neighbor, and friends the information that we've been able to uh, arm ourselves with, uh, that knowledge. Because, as they say, knowledge is power, but only when it's applied. So, look, we, we have to take this uh, bottom of the— yes. We have to take this bottom of the hour timeout. B, we're coming up on that uh, 28. So thanks so much for the call, David. I wish we could keep going, but we are bound by the clock. So we'll be back after this timeout to continue our discussion. Mark Pope in for Moon. Stay with us. We're back. I'm Mike Gwynn with Gwynn Auction Company, and I would like to sell your used construction equipment, farm equipment, and vehicles. We offer flexible seller's options, including buyout price, guaranteed sales price, and straight commission. Whether you are looking to reduce a fleet, liquidate a business, or get a high wholesale value on your trade when purchasing new equipment, we have a plan for you. Give us a call today. Let's talk auction. 337-824-0422. Have you heard about stockapond.com? Are you looking to get in a private bass and brim fishing lease? Or maybe fish stocking for your private lake or pond? Then Shepherd's Acadiana Fish Hatchery has what you are looking for in business for over 30 years. Shepherd's Acadiana Fish Hatchery offers the best private fishing lease and fish for stocking lakes and ponds in Louisiana. You can visit that website at stockapond.com. That's stockapond.com. Don't forget it, stockapond.com. When Stephen Wagaspak was Governor Bobby Jindal's top aide, Louisiana's economy sank from 6th to 42nd. 13,000 manufacturing jobs disappeared. 
essential state programs faced severe cuts, and one in five Louisianans was left in poverty. Then, Wagaspak backed Biden's $2 trillion spending bill, creating record inflation and record debt. Stephen Wagaspak warned us. And we're going to change this state forever. Stephen Wagaspak, a mistake we can't make twice. Paid for by Protect Louisiana's Children, LLC. Oh, shucks, you been hearing me brag about shucks. Been going there for many, many years. Shucks does a great job. If you like seafood, you got to go to shucks in Abbeville. I'm telling you right now, there's shrimp, there's oysters, there's fish, all fresh every day right off the boat. So if you want something fresh and you want fresh seafood, you got to go to shucks. Don't forget, if you're having a party, call shucks. Let them cater the event for you. Or you can go pick it up. Shucks, they're waiting on you. If you want a great time and you want great food, you got to go to Shucks in Abbeville. Shucks, oh, they're good. This is Moon Graffon. I've always believed there's two types of fishermen. There are people like me that love to fish. And there are people like Don Dubuque who can catch fish. And that's why you need to listen to the Outdoor Show with Don Dubuque Saturdays from 5 to 7 a.m. Here on News Talk 96.5. Brought to you by Louisiana's number one Chevy dealer, seven years in a row. Service Chevrolet Cadillac. Find new roads. This hour of the Moon Graffon Show is brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. Welcome back to the Moon Griffon Show. Mark Pope in for Moon. Glad you are with us. Thanks for joining us. All right, let's, uh, a couple of more things about our two-tier justice system and what we're dealing with here in this country. Um, On the one side with the extreme mega Republicans, and by the way, that was intentionally, intentionally created. I think that's the first time that we heard that. Biden, that speech, what he did, is pounded over and over and over. That speech, I don't know, what, roughly a year ago. Remember the red speech? I don't remember where he was. But the, the backdrop was deep, 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 deep red, and you had two Marines standing in the background, which is not supposed to happen. Marine, military personnel are not supposed to be subject to political speech and political events, but they were. All right, so... You have all the fabricated charges going on. Remember the Alan Bragg charge, uh, which was for violating campaign law. Uh, Alan Bragg, the DA in New York. Uh, Alan Dershowitz, who I respect very much. By the way, Dershowitz is a Repo- is a Democrat, and but he's very objective, very fair-minded. He said it's the weakest case ever. We'll leave it at that. But again, trumped up fabricated charges. All right, now the most recent 37 charges for under for Donald Trump. Trump was indicted and uh, basically big charge, and there's other charges in there, quote, obstruction of justice. Here's the deal. I don't know about you folks. I'm not a lawyer, and I don't try to play one on the radio. But this is these are, quote, felony charges. If he's guilty on all counts, on all charges, 400, is it, yeah, 400 years in prison. 400 years in prison, if guilty on all 37 charges. So we'll see. The lawyers, I just mentioned Alan Dershowitz, also one that I hear. And there are other lawyers, but these are the two names that stick in my mind. Jonathan Turley, George Washington Law School, 
professor. They both say, and Mark Levin, who is an attorney, who is on KPL, our station where we originate here for the Moon Show in Lafayette. Mark Levin also says, who, by the way, did work for the DOJ back when he was a young man, years and years ago. Under the Reagan administration? Reagan administration. I think Edwin Meese was his attorney general. But so he's a very smart man. He's written numerous books. He is a legal scholar. He's a constitutional scholar. And Levin says the law that applies is not, okay, I guess a law, yes, the 1978 Presidential Records Act. He said, and it intentionally has no criminal penalties. He said, so the charges are misapplied. Well, so as I said, I'm not a lawyer, so I can't harp on that too much, but only time will tell. Only time will tell. Is it the 1978 Presidential Records Act that should be the the guiding law in this particular case against Donald Trump? And we're, we're not, you've heard it all, and I'm not going in there because I'm not here to defend Donald Trump. We shall see if those aren't the proper laws being applied with this 37-count indictment, then an objective judge will throw it out. Again, once again, big qualifier, if, if, if the laws being used or applied are improper. And then also, where we have fabricated charges, you've had individuals who have been arrested and prosecuted for praying, for example, praying at an abortion clinic, praying peacefully, not bothering anybody, not blocking entrance to the abortion clinic. Those are example of the trumped-up charges in our two-tiered system. Example, on the flip side, of where there are no charges when there should have been. The summer of 2020, the summer of love, up in largely to a large degree up in the Northwest. That is where a lot of the most violent incidents happened. Buildings were burned. Businesses were burned. Cars were overturned. Cars were were set on fire. Over a 1,000 police officers were injured. People died. I don't remember. A dozen or so people died. People, police officers, and individuals. Nothing happened. Nobody was prosecuted. The summer of love. Insurrection. You had these violent demonstrators trying to burn down the courthouse in Portland, the federal courthouse. The, 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 speaking of trumped-up charges as well, January 6th, trumped-up charge. It's, it was a bunch of idiots who stormed the Capitol. And, and you've seen the footage. You had officers saying yeah come on in come on in encouraging people to come in they wanted that it was staged people were told the mayor of washington the capital the the person in charge of the capital police nancy pelosi multiple people were informed that yes we have credible evidence that groups are coming in to washington dc for january 6th and there could be problems. There could be violence. And, and Trump, Donald Trump, President Trump, signed an order to have, what was it, 30,000 National Guard there? And his point person, if you will, in the Department of Defense, Cash Patel, went personally to Nancy Pelosi's office, to the D.C. mayor's office, 
went to multiple offices to try to persuade them, look, we need the Capitol Police. They refused. They knew this was going to happen. It was staged. Remember what happened after the, quote, insurrection? The Democrats proposed fencing off the Capitol grounds and putting tanks there. Tanks. The optics, as they say, were under siege. The revolution is underway by the insurrectionist. Wow. Who died? One lady shot. One innocent lady, unarmed lady, coming through a window. Yes. I don't know who broke the window, but she was shot. To, and, and that's all we heard. We never even heard about the person who shot her. He or she, it was a he. We saw a face. It was a he who shot I'm, I'm, her name is on, on the tip of my tongue. I can't think of it. But, and somebody's out there hollering at the radio. Sorry about that. But, but you, get, you get the point. You get the point. It is a two-tiered justice system. So no charge. Just going through those, my list quickly. Summer of 2020, all the violent protests to a large degree in the Northwest There were other protests that were violent in Philadelphia and other large uh, cities. All right, the protest at uh, Justice Kavanaugh's home uh, after the Supreme Court decision on the Dobbs case, remember, dealing with abortion, as they say, quote, overturning Roe v. Wade. Well, it put it, it gave that that right to the states. It didn't overturn abortion. So I don't like that term. It altered. It altered abortion laws and gave it gave put those laws with each and every state states rights vandalizing pro-life centers no charges ever came so no charges ever came for the protesters remember there was a man there with weapons i think a gun definitely a knife and some other tools that said yes i'm here to kill justice kavanaugh and luckily he was found but it is against federal law to protest in front of a judge's home or a juror's home, somebody serving on a jury. It is against federal law. And they never even attempted to remove them under the Department of Injustice. They allowed these protesters to remain there in front, protesting in front of Justice Kavanaugh's house. Once again, two-tier justice system. There were people vandalizing pro-life centers. There were radicals vandalizing pro-life centers. No prosecution, no investigation, just let it go. We have a two-tiered system beyond a shadow of a doubt. Speaking of law, a couple of things recently that happened that are absolutely positively mind-boggling. Which one to start from first? And, And with all this defund the police nonsense going on across our country, one, one quick example, this is not a recent. These two cases I'm about to mention are very recent. But um, London Breed, London Bridge is falling down. Yeah, it is in San Francisco. London Breed is the mayor in San Francisco. They defunded the police. They have a $14 billion budget, $14.5 billion budget in San Francisco. They defunded the police in San Francisco. Mayor Breed got her city council to vote with her. They defunded the police to the tune of $120 million. Police officers left in droves. Their, their police department was severely affected. 
And so what happens is you've got these junkies living out on the street, shooting up drugs, using the bathroom in on the streets, tent cities, drugs, crime out of control. You've got businesses leaving San Francisco and Mayor Breed has the gall to contact the Fed. Oh, please help. Oh, we're in big, we need help. We need help enforcing our laws and with the drug problem and the crime. We need help. Well, you blithering idiot. You defund the the, uh, the police and you get your city council to go along with you. And now you have the gall, the gumption and the stupidity to go whining to the feds to bail you out. Incredible. Okay, so here, let's keep with a similar one. A couple of quick ones, Brandon, before we go to break. In Atlanta, the district attorney in Atlanta removed herself from a case in which domestic terrorists read leftist, extreme communist leftist. They raided, violently raided, and set on fire a police training facility just outside of Atlanta. That is domestic terrorism. There were 23 protesters. No action taking. Well, there is action taking, taken. It's underway. But again, this Atlanta DA removed herself. Her name is Sherry Boston. She said, quote, we've decided it's not in our best interest to pursue this case, end quote. The Georgia Attorney General will pursue the case. But it's all this selective indignation with our two-tiered system. It goes well beyond what's happening in Washington, D.C. It's going on across our nation. Final, final case, talking about judicial nonsense. The New Jersey governor, I don't know his, his or her name, doesn't matter. I could, I could be descriptive about the New Jersey governor, but I'm not going to be. I'm going to be magnanimous here and not call names. The New Jersey governor is filing lawsuit against three school districts that are notifying parents that their kids want to change their gender. Let me repeat that. I didn't mumble, bumble, or stumble. You may have heard it wrong. You said, no, that can't be. Mark said that wrong. The New Jersey governor is filing a lawsuit against three school districts in the state of New Jersey, and those school districts are following the policy of notifying parents that their children at the schools in the three districts want to change their gender. And what they're saying is, no, this violates the rights of the students. Are you kidding me? These are juveniles. They are minors. They don't have the wherewithal to make a decision about, quote, changing their gender. And the parents should be the first to know. But this governor, again, I could come up with multiple names is should be ashamed of him or herself. It is an absolute positive travesty. It's the kind of nonsense we're dealing with, unfortunately, in this country. Also, what we have to deal with is that uh, commercial break. Time to take our break before we get to our final segment. Mark Pope in for Moon. Moon is back with you on Wednesday. So glad you joined us. Uh, Give us a call, 844-766-6607 if you have a thought. 844-766-6607. We'll be right back.
Louisiana's 48th in police pay, 35th in teacher pay, and dead last for firefighters. That doesn't surprise you, does it? The legislature had an extra $2 billion. That's billion with a B. The blue team fought the red team, and then the red team fought the red team. They passed a budget that none of them read without permanent raises for teachers. What kind of message are we sending? It sounds like move to Texas. We don't value you. It's embarrassing. So how can we expect our children to stay, serve and build community if we don't make our teachers, police and firefighters a priority? I'm Hunter Lundy. I'm a Christian and an independent. I'm running for governor. Let's seize a future of family, community and prosperity. Not one of crime, poverty and potholes. Why not? Hunter Lundy, governor. Paid for by Lundy for Louisiana. Insanity. Doing the same thing again and again and expecting a different result. Louisiana's education system consistently ranks at the bottom. For years, we've had the same wrong answer, throw more money at the problem. But something is happening in other states. Parents are being empowered to pick a school that fits their child's need through education scholarship accounts. Parents in other states can choose where to spend their child's education dollars. Public school, private school, charter school, homeschool. You can learn more at a school that fits.com at a school that fits.com. When Stephen Wagaspak was Governor Bobby Jindal's top aide, Louisiana's economy sank from 6th to 42nd. 13,000 manufacturing jobs disappeared. Essential state programs faced severe cuts, and one in five Louisianans was left in poverty. Then, Wagaspak backed Biden's $2 trillion spending bill, creating record inflation and record debt. Stephen Wagaspak warned us. And we're going to change this state forever. Stephen Wagaspak, a mistake we can't make twice. Paid for by Protect Louisiana's Children, LLC. When you're looking to try someplace new, check out the Dining by District feature on the EatLafayette.com website. You'll see all of the locally owned and operated restaurants that are a part of Eat Lafayette this year, grouped by Dining District. You may find a new favorite right in your area of town. Eat Lafayette from Lafayette Travel and sponsored in part by News Talk 96.5 KPL. American Ground Radio with Louis R. Avaloni and Stephen Parr. Weeknights from 9 to 10 here on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Welcome back to the Moon Griffon Show. So glad you are here. Um, look, not a whole lot of time left. Final segment. If you have a thought, look, 844-766-6607. Better call quick, though, because at some point we're going to say, ah, too close to the end of the show. So what do we do? What's a short topic? All right, a short topic is our military. A short topic is our military. And, you know, we do a program here locally in Lafayette. It's called, they bring in a couple of guests, and we wing it. We address different topics, and uh, I am a panelist on this wing it topic. And I made a statement which was uh, proven to me to be not factually correct. I made a statement about the military. I said the funding has gone down. Well, it really hasn't. It's gone up ever so slightly. But the the point being, here was my thought, is that we, no, not we, the Biden administration is destroying our military. And that is undisputable. 
and they're destroying it by all this quote woke nonsense. I got I got to come up with another word. I don't I don't like that term. We all know what it means, so it has value. But this woke administration, critical race theory. All right, it's all it's all about gender and it's all about uh, race and it's all about uh, you know trans uh, uh, humanism and all this silly absolute nonsense. A, a well functioning military needs to focus on the discipline of being of look quotas and uh, DEI diversity equity and inclusion by the way have you heard the Mark Pope version of uh, DEI it stands for discrimination exclusion and indoctrination DEI we need to get that nonsense out of our military it's all about merit it doesn't matter your color it's what your merit is. Can you learn what you need to learn? Can you pass the physical test? Lowering our standards is not a good way to staff our military. And it hurts us. I wish, if I always say, if I had a magic wand, I'd wave it. If I had a genie in a bottle, I'd release the genie. And I'd say, take away the warlike nature of human beings. I don't have that genie or that magic wand. So I can't do that. So therefore, we need a strong military. We do not have that. Because of this woke nonsense, little Ginny has two mommies. Uh, All this nonsense that's happening in the military that is totally unnecessary and very harmful is hurting our military. The, the military goals have not been met for a couple of years. And the research shows that it is because people do not like this, quote, woke military. And so all four branches of the armed forces in the United States are suffering. They are not meeting their recruitment goals. And as they question and and find out, well, why? Why is that? Because you're taking it down the wrong path. Just as a recent poll says from by Americans, 75% of Americans do not like the path we're on. We are on the wrong path. We are on the wrong path with our military. And by the way, uh, uh, Epner, I can't think of his name. He's an assistant under Donald Trump to the... The, the chief, if you will, of military, I'm trying to think of, their, of, the, of the title, Department of Defense. Thank you very much. All right, and this gentleman was up there talking, and this is what he said. 60% of our military recruits are from 11 red states. But yet we cannot meet our recruitment goals. We're still a volunteer army. Meeting those recruitment goals are vitally important. Important. We are tens of thousands of people below meeting our recruitment goals for the four branches of the armed services. And so that has to change. The only way it changes is by changing the philosophy behind our military. We need to get focus on what a military should be and get rid of all this woke, nonsensical DEI stuff. Get it out of the military. So anyway, so glad that you joined us today. 
as we reach that time where we have to say goodbye to our affiliates along the line. I always enjoy spending time with you, and Moon will be back on Wednesday, so tune in. Hopefully, Moon will give us an update on what's going on in the state government. Is there going to be a um, veto session? Oh, by the way, for you people in Acadiana tonight, 6.30 to 8.30, Chris Alexander and his wife will be at the Como Rec Center in Lafayette, 6.30 to 8.30, talking about state government. You may want to come. Uh, Chris is going to give some great information. See you next time. It's not immune to facts. The Dan Bongino Show. I'm here on News Talk 96.5. KPEL.